Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Brooklet Games. Go to patreon.com backslash Brooklet Games for beautifully crafted content that provokes creative problem-solving and dramatic scenarios. Brooklyngames.com, find zines and more, patreon.com backslash Brooklet Games. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and we're joined by returning guest, Tanya Floker, the creator of The Connection Machine. Welcome. Hi there, Logar. Good to be back. It's good to have you back. I'm excited to get you back on, actually. You've been on for just about every zine month or zine quest type thing that we've done at this point. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to have you back on. And, And you've done... You did a really cool skirmish type game last yeah. time we spoke, and yeah. just a quick question: How's that been going? Where, where, what's the progress like, and what can we expect? Yeah, so Low Thy Dread Empire, it's going along brilliantly. Um, Julia, who does all the art on the project, has been like just throwing out art at an, a, a great rate. We've got like all these beautiful full page spreads. We're currently working on like symbols for each of the factions. The writing's going smoothly. We're well on target. It'll be released in June this year. So keep keep an eye out on all my, my social media feeds. And yeah, it's looking gnarly as anything. So yay. I'm excited about that. I love I love the concept behind it. Yeah. <laughs> For those who may not have caught, though, if you go back to our past episodes, Low Thy Dread Empire was, I believe that was the title of the episode even, that 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 you had come on and we discussed that. Now, did you just give a quick recap and tell them the premise behind the game? <laughs> yeah, certainly. So um, the, 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 the premise is that years in the future, the, the death cults of capitalism have effectively won. All that's left is toil and misery and eternal torture. They even resurrect people back from the dead to to just keep them working at infinite hours. In most settings, at this point, you'd be like, they they thought hope was lost, and um, the plucky but he- there's a plucky band of heroes that go sort it out. But no, no, in, in this setting, there's no plucky band of heroes. It is grim dark. <laughs> it is um, all that is left for happening to happen is reality starts to break down, and the the undead rise up to tear down the edifice of capital and to liberate life and death itself. So I, I love that. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> I appreciate it. Now you've got something new that's crowdfunding called the Connection Machine. Yep. Yeah, that's, Connection Machine. I, I'm curious to know more about the Connection Machine. <laughs> okay, it's um going to be for uh, Zine Month, the Zine Quest. It's going to be a, a sort of Zine size offering. Basically, what I'm going. My last last thing was sort of science fantasy. This time we're going into more a sort of um, using some hard sci-fi tropes to look at. It's a game about sort of trauma and how it becomes embodied, and how you can learn to integrate that like that with that trauma, and to to sort of overcome the worst parts of it. The the sort of science fiction premise to get us there is that um, forty two years in the future. I like that. Yeah, that's a, a number we all like, like the universe and everything. Um, scientists have developed this the, the titular connection machine, 
Uh, and what that does is it's sort of like it's been tasked with maintaining a stable hypercube and uh, this sort of four dimensional space that's been opened up. Uh, a group of specially selected individuals are, are going to step up into it and physically explore the fourth dimension in a sort of surreal landscape within. I, I don't know if any of your listeners know about this, but there, there are these things called um, well, different different sort of concepts to do with colour. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea of uh, a sort of non-spectral colours or impossible colours. And what, what these are is in, in our day-to-day lives, when we look at something like magenta, we're not, there's not actually a wavelength of light that, that corresponds to magenta. It's our brains trying to make the best out of the situation. And the reason I'm mentioning this is basically when humans go into the f- a four-dimensional space, that our brains aren't wired properly for it and we start filling in all the gaps. And so the people that step up into this four-dimensional space and start exploring it, almost like a bit of an exploration game, adventure game type scenario. Their brains start creating what's happening in front of them or start interpreting it. And they see demons, which are called, going to be called PTS demons. Oh, um, my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy handed. Um, that are basically, are, they're filling in uh, blanks with memories from their collective past. The characters confront the trauma that's echo- echoing through their lives and is sort of playing out in this moment in this unusual sort of dreamlike space. Uh, but with each wave of trauma that they try and overcome, the hypercube is becoming less and less stable and it threatens to collapse in on itself with everyone inside. I know that you have, you tend to approach games slightly differently a lot of times. You you take a, a different approach to most of the games that I've seen you've made. So they're not mm-hmm. normally just like, it's, it's not exactly like playing your regular D&D game most of the time. <laughs> so I'm curious how this, this game works out, like play-wise and whatnot. Is it more traditional than your norm, is, or is it... <laughs> well, 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 the pitch is a little bit it's like out there. We're, we're very much in the science fiction sort of like territory with this. Um, it is an exploration game. You're You're going in and exploring different areas. And there'll be like tables to help you create the sort of the, these sort of bizarre dreamlike places and these demons that you you confront and just the, the sort of weird denizens of the fourth dimension. So it's a bit sort of uh, almost like surreal fan. Like when 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 you get into sort of surrealist science fiction, it's really coming from there. In terms of gameplay, you're exploring areas. You're sort of encountering sort of conflicts, problems, like situations you want to try and interact with. And you're trying to to sort of ground yourself or, or like become more like uh, like to, to to overcome challenges to to sort of bring them into yourself. But it's using dice, it's using tokens. It's it's a little bit more traditional in the sense that you're going to be doing an exploration. The mechanics are going to be more of a, a sort of a, are going to be more, less about sort of like killing the big bad and more about coming terms with the big bad and seeing if you can get out of out of the dungeon rather than be trapped in it forever i like that it's interesting no what are the mechanics like like are we talking a d6 system or a 20 so get some d6s okay uh love love some nice d6s my my funky cubes um (laughs) what they're going to do is you uh, this is basically borrowing from a sort of dice mechanic created by daniel solace called split decision um, decision. Yeah, this a bit maybe about a decade ago. He just popped this up in his blog and said it's free for anyone to use. Just credit me. So basically, what you do is um, you roll 
uh, four dice. And two of them are, are blue, two of them are red. And when you roll them, you get to pick any two dice to try and hit a target number. So we think of it a little bit like something like Apocalypse World. If you were using it for, for that, you'd maybe be hit, trying to hit a seven or, or a ten or more, you know, the, that kind yeah. of Power by the Apocalypse style, like tr- the early Power by the Apocalypse sort of dice mechanic part of Apocalypse World. Anyway, pick two dice and then try and make your target number. But the colour of the die you have determines tokens that you put to one side. So blue blue dice you pick, you, for each blue die you pick, you take a blue token, for each red die you pick a red token, that kind of thing. And these tokens then go onto a track that track other things that are happening in the background. And this, effectively, what it's going to be doing is is acting it to see whether you uh, have certain trigger points that bring demons into play and ways in which those demons empower. Or if you're able to, to remain calm and carry on or to, to sort of re- self-regulate or regulate other, help others regulate their emotions as they're freaking out inside this, this weird dungeon. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very simple sort of roll, roll D6s, pick two, hit a target. But then there's this sort of like underlying thing of which two dice do I pick? Um, some character types will only get, will have, I'm modifying it slightly, so some characters will only have certain colors of dice or have more of one die color than another and there's going to be like a a pool of tokens at the side as well that you can you can sort of modify the dice with so there's a little bit of a a tactical play i'm curious about the character types what would what Mm. would the characters be like that we're going to be playing oh well the, the the character types are going to be based on when i'm not designing games or looking <laughs> after the house or doing, doing whatever else um i'm a counseling student mm. okay so i'm actually basing the the character types on uh attachment styles uh-huh so uh i don't want to get too theoretical with it because the, <laughs> the, the game the game while i've taken lots of in, in, influence from it it's in a sort of a more science fiction style of doing things so uh, I don't want to to bore bore listeners with sort of like a, a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> like like uh, psychotherapy type uh, jargon. But, that makes um, it interesting there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, effectively, what you do is is there's four four character types that you pick from. There's also going to be uh, different sort of classes that you mix this with. So the four character types are you can have one of each in each party. Someone who's anxious, someone who's avoid attached someone who's disorganized and someone who's secure. And that'll determine which dice they have access to. And then you pick another sort of like what your specialty is, like what your special thing is. Why have you been selected to go into the fourth dimension? Are you a scientist? Are you some sort of like great explorer? Are you um, analyze what's happening? What what what's your sort of specialty? What's your reason? Or you have you been thrown in because for some reason people thought that this was a death a, a sort of one way mission and they wanted to get rid of you? That kind of thing. There's going to be like lots of different archetypes, and you pick that one to one basically your attachment type and your archetype, and then that's your your sort of mechanical basis to your character. 
Excellent. Excellent. And now I, I, I've got another question just kind of out of the blue. Mm-hmm. How, 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 is there any, uh, anything further on the Edinburgh indie gamers? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, we've just wrapped, well, effectively just wrapped on that. All the UK ones have ar- packages for the last year's scene have arrived. The international ones have not moved yet because, um, Royal Mail in the UK were, um, subject to a cyber attack this week. Could you, so, could you- could you tell the the listeners <laughs> outside of cyber attacks? You tell them what I'm talking about. For oh yeah, so not be familiar. <laughs> we have a local games club here in Edinburgh called Edinburgh Indie Gamers. Uh, it's been on the go now for six years, almost seven years. Our, our gameplay focuses solely on small press and indie style games, so story games. Um, so weirdo out there stuff, some OSR stuff, that kind of thing. Um, we don't play any main sort of like larger games, like main D and D and what have you, Path Pathfinders, your Shadowruns. They 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 don't get a look in at all. There's plenty of clubs that that you can go play any of those at, and we just do uh, once a month. We have an in person meet where we do pick up games, and once a month we do an online game session, and we have lots of other sort of events flying about and. The past two years, we've had our members create zine each year. So the first year was during the start of the COVID pandemic and was during the first lockdowns. We sat we sat online all together and decided we were going to make a zine. Last year, uh, we've had lots of new members come in uh, lately and they were like, oh, this scene's great. Can we make one? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. So there's some returning people. I took a more of a pack seat on production and I dealt with the Kickstarter side of it and I, I chucked a small game into the zine, but um, lots of the new people have been writing for it and have popped zine, like with the new zine and it's just gone out. So our, our sort of like year in review for 2022 uh, is just sort of winging its way out to backers now. And I think that's I think that's super cool. The the Edinburgh indie gamers. I, I wanted to bring that up, especially with everything that we've been hearing here lately in the in the gaming industry area. Like to encourage folks to look at what you're doing out there and say, hey, start your own local communities, get active, mm-hmm. start start introducing each other to cool indie things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, I, well, that's what I always love your podcast for. It's just like there's always just like there's obviously a great love of trad games and uh, a great. So you come at it with a sort of love for the like way where things have came from, but you're not closed off to let's try this weird thing or this bizarre thing or like look <laughs> at this cool thing or this this is new and coming up. Let's give it a go. And that that kind of just like let's give it a go attitude is always always brilliant. Uh, I I really and, and the thing is just looking at the hobby since I've been a kid and into it and and since it's been around it's it's a lot of times it's just stuff evolving at people's tables yeah. what what we're creating ourselves that's the important part it's not what a company puts down but what's coming out of the community and what's coming out of your own little friends group that's yeah. playing together that's what's important <laughs> the, the whole sort of like uh, current o- OGL stuff is kind of passing me by it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like there's a lot there's a lot of furore and I'm like I'm waving waving from the sidelines as it's sort of like do you want to jump on board and I'm like yeah. oh, not really I'm I'm okay I'm I've got my zines here yeah. I've got, some, it, I've got a... I'm playing <laughs> There's tons of great creators out there, including yeah. yourself and the Edinburgh Indie Gamers. And yeah. and the one thing we haven't talked about is I'll be seeing you 
and 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 I have to make it. I have to. I was gonna grab my copy of it before I came here to record, but I couldn't find which stack of zines I had in today. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna be late. I can't mess with this anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But the, I wanted to talk on that one real quick mm. and tell folks about just if you could tell folks about that if they miss. It, we think yeah. we did. I'll be seeing your episode yeah. as well, yeah, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, I think I think we did. Um, yeah, it's a game about surveillance and control. It's sort of um, uh, it's science fiction, but it's sort of a uh, more dystopian sci-fi. It's got hey heavy influence from the the prisoner TV show, but also from think the film Stalker or dystopian novels like We or or that kind of sort of like surveillance state, always watching type feeling. Actually, recently in Dundee in Scotland, it was the art from the book was actually turned into a, a gallery uh, it was displayed at a gallery and uh, we, I ran some workshops as part of uh, the winter programme for Neon Digital Arts mm-hmm. who are based in Dundee which is amazing but the game itself is sort of diceless you just sort of play through this sort of like a person getting snatched away to this sort of surveillance micro state and you see what what become like you have the, the sort of questions raised are like can one person deal with systemic issues or, or is it something that that's beyond beyond one person and needs us all to be working together and other questions as well it's sort of a bunch of questions and then leaves you to decide how you want to go forward with them so yeah we're about out of time could you tell the listeners where they can find you online and pick up some of your stuff and back uh, yeah yeah the connection machine uh, yeah the connection machine uh if you go to timeoftribes.com either there or time of tribes at twitter or Dice Camp or Mastodon or um, timeoftribes.itch.i. I'm sure you've got the links in the doobly-doo. So. Yeah, make sure we'll put the links in. We'll make sure we put the links in the show notes. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok now at LogarHaleCromp. We're on Patreon. We could really use the support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.